Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. And I was just thinking about that intro, and uh, I think most of the ones that we do from here on in, like, we do it all in one take. <laughs> the same <laughs> intro every time. Yeah. And I'm able to, like, I got it down to memory. And You probably say it in your sleep now. Yeah, I, I don't really <laughs> even think about it. Like, I was thinking about it as I was saying it, and I was like, what do I say next? <laughs> it's kind of weird. Sometimes I can hear, like, the, um, the theme music for our show. Like, sometimes... <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe I should make it to like a ringtone or something. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Oh, uh, it's always good to have a good jingle or whatever. But um, yeah. but yeah. So today, um, this is one of the topics that 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 I got uh, is the red flags. Yay! Stop hammer time. <laughs> And, you know, I was thinking about because I don't even know where the term comes from, red flags, other than danger. I think it means you should stop, but in relationships, we don't. We see all the red flags and we go full well, force anyway. You know, or it could be like proceed with caution, so to speak, right? Mm. Because I was thinking about it and I was just like, okay, so red flag, it doesn't, it's not necessarily a deal breaker. Not right. necessarily, mm-hmm. right? They just might have a trait that if you don't like it and they're showing it to you, for you, it's a red flag. <laughs> Maybe some people too, it wouldn't be a red flag depending on what it is. Maybe like some people, you give them a pass. You know what I mean? Like for hmm. whatever reason. like uh, You mean they're hot? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like maybe like he's not well read, but he's smoking hot, so we're gonna. I don't we're know. Gonna maybe like if she said like, "Yeah, I snore when I sleep," and she tells you that if she's really hot, you may be a little bit more forgiving. Yeah, but you got to hear that all I night know. long. But you get to look at it. Oh, <laughs> you do get to look at. I mean, you got to pro and con it at that yeah. point. Seriously, you're like, oh, super hot, but I can't get any sleep. Or maybe at night. like, okay, let me think of a real one. No, so that's let's, a good one. That's a perfect no. one. Like, because it I was is. just thinking, like, if you had two women that both had kids, which let's say you're saying, like, I'm fine with dating someone that has kids, but let's say one of the woman's child is like the worst kid you've ever like it's a demon child you're probably not going to go with that woman because that like well i'm fine with it but that kid is a red flag so like i can't it could be like you never know with the with the kids i mean yeah i can kind of see that but that's what i was saying when i was looking at the red flags it was just like a does it really mean that you need to get away from it Mm -hmm. or does it simply mean that it's an alert to let you know like you should go in this with your eyes open let's just put it that way and and it was interesting because I read a few articles, you know, before I came over and, and, and we did it. And they all kind of say the same thing is, is that if you know these things before you go any further into the relationship, if you really think that it's going to be a problem, then you should stop. Right. right. You should, before you get to the point where you're so entrenched and you've caught feelings so bad mm-hmm. that now it's harder for you, you to walk You already have three on. kids and yeah, you're like, so, I want to leave. Yeah, well now, well, now you're in conflict with just like... You don't like what they do, right? So for you, they're red flags, but also now you, you know, let's say you fall in love with them and like, what do you do? You know, and and sometimes you have to do the best thing for yourself and walk away, but it's painful because it's like you're walking away from somebody that you love. You don't love everything about them, but you do love them at their core. It's just, you know, let's say they're, you know, whatever, they're, they're cheaters. (laughs) I don't know. That's a red flag. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, like you love them, but at the same time, they just can't help themselves. Let's say they just, they just like sleeping around and maybe they say like, well, it's not even, um, what is it? Uh, I, there's no feelings involved. Right. It's just something that I do, but it's like, oh, I don't like that. I'm sorry. It just <laughs> depends on you as a person, what your deal breakers are. Like if it was that, let's say that there's women out there that like, okay, I don't care if he cheats as long as he doesn't have feelings for them, then it's fine. So for them, it may be a red flag, but they're like, well, yeah. I'll put up with it. And you'd be surprised. That's what I'm saying. So it's a red flag, but at least you're going into the relationship thinking, okay, this is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Now, there are certain things that I would say that, you know, like they're beyond red flags. Like you need to stop, right? If it's if, if they're violent or mm-hmm. something like that, obviously that that's not a good situation. Cause, right. Or even if they're like really horribly verbally abusive then it might be something that you might want to get away from, right? Because, you know, hurting somebody emotionally or physically, neither one of them are good. 
And we don't even, I don't even want to get into a debate of which one's worse. They're, neither one of them are good. I just think it's hard for us when we meet someone new, the excitement of a new relationship, like all the feelings you get with that. And you start to see these red flags, let's say like three months, some mm-hmm. start, some stuff starts coming out. It's really hard at that point because you've already caught feelings. Mm-hmm. You want to be with this person and we, we all do it. We justify what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's okay. It's just this. He's just stressed out at yeah. work or he's just whatever. But like we do it all the time. And it's hard, right? Because when you go on a date, especially when you initially meet them and you start it, like you're, it's hard because you're excited. And especially if you guys have been clicking, you know, on on certain things, right? It's hard because you're like, oh, I found somebody. Like, mm. thank goodness. You know what I mean? Like, we like <laughs> the same music. We like the same shows. We like to do the same things. We get the same references. Like, maybe we were at a concert, like two concerts, and we didn't even know we were both attended there. Like, and then we go into that whole, it has to have been fate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we were, who would have thought that we were both at the same concert at the same time, you know, on the same row for that matter. But yeah. like... You were right down there and I didn't even know you are going to be my future. And you romanticize these sorts of things. But then you find out that, let's say, um, they struggle with substance abuse. And it's just like, dang it. Mm. <laughs> That's why I'm saying you always have to be very careful about the whole fate thing because then they do that and then you're like, well, no, I'm going to stick through because I believe it's fate. And what am I going to do? Go against fate? Good luck with that, right? And so you stick through just because you think that you're supposed to be with this mm. person. And don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it, maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. Maybe... You're there to help them through if they really need the help, but but it's a challenge that you're going to have, right? Because things get bad and they might steal money they're going to do things that they ordinarily wouldn't do. They're not in their right mind. So again, it's a red flag mm-hmm. uh, and you still have a choice of going forward or not. I think the older we get, we deal with more red flags than we probably <laughs> should. It's like, well. Well, so, so that's what, so I wanted to bring it into the dating world, right? And I think... And I just went out on, uh, on a date and she was telling me that she has a list of things that she goes through to try to identify some of the red flags, believe it or not. Like she already has topics that she brings up in order to identify red flags with huh. the person. Yeah. What, what was one of them? She gave me four and I'll try to do my best to remember them. Okay. One of them is having to do with exes. Um the other one is um, like drinking and substance abuse. Uh, another one was... Uh, that makes me think of those medical records where it says like how many drinks do you have per week and it's like zero to two, right, you right, know, three right. to four, exactly, whatever it's yeah. like. <laughs> uh, the other one was she said she liked to talk about, um, she brings up the abortion uh-huh. and then guns. And that was the four things that she. These are okay. So these are first date topics for her. For her, yeah. That's I, I don't know if she. You say like, how on, do you feel about abortion? I don't know how she eases into. It. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I would hope not, because that would that would be a hard thing to do. But I think for her, she's doing her best to. In those particular four topics, she's gotten. She's been able to extract information mm-hmm. that, in her mind, I'm assuming, um, she can. Uh, Figure out down the road what that's going to look like. Okay. So, so it doesn't necessarily deter her either. It's not a don't go forward. It's just... It could be. It could be. That's what I'm saying. It, whatever her ideas are on any of those topics, mm-hmm. if they don't align with uh, or if whatever her opinions are on those topics, if the person that she's talking to, if they don't have the same views, then at least I think she can identify this might not work because we're so different. Mm-hmm. Now... I don't necessarily think that is the case, right? Because I think you can have opposing views on things. And I think it's healthy mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Um, just so long as you're not, you know, completely fanatical about it. Because that's when things start getting, you know, again, if you believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> we've had that topic already <laughs> one time. If you believe in Bigfoot, it's fine. You can believe it, but just don't jam that down my throat and keep mm-hmm. on telling me that like Bigfoot's out there. We're going to find him and, you know, I'm starting up a society for Big Feet and like we're going to go out there and get him and stuff. And I'm like, oh, sweetheart, I, you know, I, I get it, but please stop. I'm not going to convert. I don't believe in Bigfoot. Sorry. I'm sorry. I think one guy tried to have a conversation with me about that, that I was dating. I was like, I just don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to know what your opinion is on Bigfoot. Like, let's just... Let's just never talk about this right. thing. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I think in her mind what she's doing is she's saying, okay, 
we have to align to a certain degree on some of these topics. Um, I have a bad tendency that I play devil's advocate a lot. So when people ask me a question, sometimes I give the perspective of different viewpoints. Mm. And sometimes that gets me in trouble uh, because they think that I'm trying to argue. And it's not that I'm trying to argue, but I'm trying to have whatever whatever your thoughts on are on that subject, I'm trying to bring a different perspective to that, right? Because you might have only looked at it from one angle and that's fine, but did you take a look at it from this angle? And if the question is no, that's when for me it gets juicy. It's like, okay, great. Like you've already got this other idea formulated. What about this other idea? Have you thought about that? And they're like, well, um, no. And I was like, okay, let's talk about that. Because it could alter your opinion because if you're so narrow in your viewpoint that you can't see any other whatever, you're losing out a little bit. Like you have to be careful how many times you do that during one day because <laughs> after a while she'll be like, I'm not going to tell you anything. You're just trying to argue with me all night. Like this isn't fun anymore. But you know, I got to be honest with you. Whenever that happens and they have that face, when they, they have that look on their face that it makes them think, I'm like, ooh, it, it, <laughs> I, 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 I got them thinking. And that, and I'm not saying that I'm right. I, I, I honestly do not care about right or wrong. I'm, I, it's a discussion. Mm-hmm. It's an honest discussion. And if you're thinking about it, then ooh. And when it happens to me, I love that. <laughs> I, ooh, yeah, because <laughs> nothing makes me more intrigued than if you bring a different perspective that I hadn't thought about. Mm-hmm. And you know this. That's part of the reason our friendship flourished. Like, yeah. It's different. And when you give me a different perspective, I'm like, okay, all right, I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> Give me a second. It's going to take a while because now I got to recalibrate my thought and my idea. And I got to, and I love that because to that end, it makes you a stronger uh, person in general. Because mm-hmm. when you have a conversation with somebody that maybe is not as well informed and they have an idea about something and you have more knowledge because you've spoken to more people and you have more information, or whatever, and you start talking to them. And you're like, they're like, no, no, this is the way it is. It's like, well, did you think about this? Or did you know that this happened? Did you know that that happened? Well, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like, no, it does. <laughs> but mm-hmm. And so getting, like, who doesn't want to be intrigued? Who doesn't want to be a little bit of mystery, a little bit of like, hmm, okay, this person is not just a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> He's not just a smile and a dimple. <laughs> but anyways, on first dates, that's when you really can figure some stuff out. And so can I say something real quick about you touched on just for a minute, like alcohol abuse, but, or substance abuse, but mm-hmm. like, I find it hard to track something like that unless it's overt. But when you newly start dating someone, that's all you do. You go out, you have drinks, mm-hmm. you go, you know, whatever. So it's like, how do you really know? Like, so unless they're pounding it or they're calling you drunk at all times, like, or whatever, let's just say it's not really out there. How would you really know that until like later in into the relationship when that kind of subsides a little bit, yeah. you spend more time at home and then they always have to have a beer and it's like, well, wait, so you do like it like that. Yeah. So I've had that. There's a couple of things. Um, whenever it comes to hot topics like that, most of the time, you don't need to scratch the surface too deep before you before it starts pouring out. Yeah. Um, and again, to your to your point, how you approach it. If you're if you you don't want to ask a person right out like, "Hey, are you drunk?" or "Hey, <laughs> you know, like, are you a crack addict?" Like, that's just not going to work because, of course, they're going to tell you no, right? Um, but what I've found within conversations, these things will come out. And so, when you're having a conversation with somebody and be like, you know, let's say. I was talking to somebody and I told them like, yeah, I grew up with a couple of guys and a couple of them didn't make it. You know, they, they got heavily into drugs and they, you know, started doing blah, blah, blah. Sometimes a lot of times they'd be like, yeah, I knew a few people like that. And honestly, you know, I struggled with it too. And then it starts to come out and depending on what they say, because mm-hmm. you don't want to be too judgmental, but you do need to be careful because it's a hard thing to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, it's like genetic or it's you can uh, relapse at any moment exactly exactly when that happens you have to know that okay this is a possibility right so what that means is you got to be careful in where you put so again let's say it's for alcoholism right and they're like yeah i used to be an alcoholic okay good to know because if they really genuinely want to stay sober then i need to be a better partner be like okay i we're not going to go out to bar every weekend we're going to go to other places you know mm-hmm. we're going to shoot Skeets. 
Or whatever they call what do they call the ski shoot, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, or we're gonna go extra or go bowling or you know whatever. You know, let's just stay away from places where the alcohol is right in front of you on the shelf. You know, because we know that you struggle with that. Um, and you're right, like you don't. You, there's always a possibility. So maybe you can help them. Maybe you're also a recovering alcoholic, and you both want to stay sober. So you kind of feed off of that and be like, okay, we know what's right, and we know we don't. We don't want to to do that. So with all the other things too, that's what I'm saying. You can start out a conversation and be like, you know, and this is a general question that you get asked a lot. Like, when's your last, and sometimes very interviewish, like, be like, when's your last relationship and what happened there? I get that question a lot. Mm. <laughs> and so I know why they're doing it because, again, they're trying to figure out how you are. Are you over them? Was there violence involved? Did it get ugly? How ugly did it get? Um, mostly they're really trying to find out whether or not, or, and here's the other one too, if they can't shut up about them, that's another indicator. You're mm-hmm. not over them. Or, and this is a bad thing, if all you do is complain about it and it's all one-sided, like they were just absolutely horrible and you were a saint. That's another red flag. Mm -hmm. We all know that that's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's, well, let me rephrase that. It's not necessarily that it's impossible, but it is very highly unlikely. Mm -hmm. There were things that you did to contribute to that. Or even if that were the case and he was or she was a horrible individual, like, okay, great, but you stuck with this person for a long time. So why did you do that? Because that's my next question. Yeah. So if somebody tells me like, yeah, I had this guy, he cheated on me. And I was like, oh, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. And then after that, you know, he tried to talk to my sister. It's like, oh, that that's really horrible. Yeah. And then the other day, you know, he, he, he stole my car and then he crashed it and then he didn't want to pay. It's like, all right. So after the first time, why, why did you, why did you continue seeing this person? Yeah. And sometimes that stumps them because like nobody's ever asked that question. And they're like, hmm. Well, you know, at the time I thought it was going to change. It's like, okay, fair enough. But after the fifth time that he did you wrong, why did you still stick with him? Yeah. Well, let me ask you, I know you think it's a red flag if you are newly out of a relationship, but do you consider it a red flag if they haven't dated for a really long time? Like, let's say you go on a date with a girl and let's just assume that she's telling the truth mm-hmm. and you say, when was your last relationship? And she said, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Is that a red flag to you that maybe she just didn't feel like dating for four years, if that's her answer? Honestly, initially, if that's all the information that I had, I would say no, that's a good thing. Because my mind immediately goes to she's trying to work some stuff out or trying to better herself and get to know who she is as a person versus what we all typically do sometimes is that Instead of taking that time when you're single, taking that time to figure out who you are, you're so busy trying to connect with somebody else and try to be in a relationship that you're you're going to get in a relationship and not know who you are and then it's going to be a conflict when you get in that relationship. It's much better to feel like, hey, this is who I am. I know I can change. I know what I'm capable. I know what I can tolerate. Um, you know, I know that I'm not going to find the perfect person, but I, you know, again, I know what, I, what I'm capable of versus you go into it and then, and, you know, you initially had that connection, you had the butterflies and you're like, yeah, let's get together. And then as soon as they start doing things that you don't like, you're like, oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. And why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And then it then it becomes a thing. It's like, <laughs> and for the other person, depending on if they're in the same boat, they don't know what the heck's going on. But let's say they know themselves and sometimes they'll be like, well, you, you knew who I was when mm-hmm. you met me. You know, like I didn't change. Like I, I don't understand why you want things to, but that's a, that's a red flag. That's a red flag, right? So I, I went down the list and I pulled a few things off the internet. But one of the things that they say is if they're trying to change you. So yeah. some of these red flags are identified while you're in the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's hard to sometimes catch them at the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. But after you did... So the first date, you're like, how attached you are this, <laughs> to this jacket? Like they're already trying to change things. Yeah, but as you go on, let's say it's you've, you've been out, you know... For the last month, you've you've gone out twice a week or something like that. Like some of these things are going to start to pop up. Yeah. And if they start trying to change you a lot, or let's say you you because that's another red flag, red flag where is like um, you accomplish something at work and they just discard it. Like yeah, you know I finished this report and it was a project and you know I got a I got a standing ovation and they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. I do it all the time. Mm. Like oh okay, well great. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like I get it, right? But that's what I'm saying. That might be a red flag because, again, they don't really care about you. They're not trying to be supportive. They they just discard you. They just make yeah. you feel less than or whatever. I would say even in a first date, if they're just talking about themselves the whole time, they don't ask you any questions or really trying to find out anything about you. It's the same things. Like. Yeah. That should be a red flag. Like you haven't asked me one question all night. You've been telling me how great you are at work and what kind of car you have. See, and like- you know too. Intuitively, that's you're absolutely right. Now I will say this: for the dating world, it is slightly different because most of the time I just need to ask a question or two, and then they go off. They start. They start talking. That's Not so a good or weird bad to me. I don't understand why women do that. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why is this? No. Hold on. What's happening here? Okay. There you go. Jose's trying to romance me. No, 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 no. So, uh, sorry. Suri came on. Oh, what did I say that sounded like Nothing, that? Nothing, but, uh, but, but <laughs> something happened. That's why I was like, wait a minute, what's happening? And I think it asked for a song or something. I'm going to have to cut all that out. So No, I think you should leave it in. No, I don't what think we would play saying? music. I don't even know if the music is going to come out. Oh. Well, they probably don't know what happened. Yeah, so. okay. So Anyways, we're going to Music was playing. It was romantic music, I think. I don't know. That's all the kind of music I have, girl. Um, what are you talking about? We're talking about red flags, but I really don't remember <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sometimes things don't come out at the very beginning, I think, is what you're saying. <laughs> it freaked me out. Sorry. That's never happened to me before. I know you hear that all the time, but seriously, it yeah, never happens lies. to me. <laughs> That's the first time. Usually much better. But um, but yeah, there's there's certain certain red flags. And like I said, it's mostly information. And if you're if you're okay with it, then move forward. If if you think that's something that that um that you'll be able to work through and go for it. Other people, they don't have the time. You know, yeah. they, sometimes they say like, well, you know, on dating profiles in particular, they'll be like, well, I don't have time for games. I was like, I don't know what that means. I always <laughs> like, wonder when they... You don't want to play what do you mean? When women put that, like, I get it. They're saying it because they've probably went through a lot of bad guys or whatever their scenario is. But like, I don't really understand why women put that on their profile. Because for me, if I was a dude, I would look at that as a red flag. Like you felt the need to say it like that. And it almost like even through a text, it sounds aggressive. Yeah. So it's like, I already know you're one being aggressive, which I don't like. And two, you're putting it out there like that. I don't know. It just seems like. I don't know what they mean by game. I don't know what they mean by that. Because if what their implication is that he's a player, right? Because again, this is women's profiles Mm -hmm. about guys. It's like, okay, so you're saying he shouldn't be dating? Because if he says, I don't have time for games, okay, and like I said, I really don't know what that means, but let's just let's just take this example of like, they don't want a player, somebody that's, that's just in it for, for the sex, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, great, but that's part of it. Like, what guy is it? Because <laughs> you're dating. So that, even if that's not their primary objective, it's still an objective, right? Like, you still want that, even if that's not the only thing that you want. So again, what are you talking about games? Are you saying that I can't date anybody else? Because I can promise you, you're dating somebody. Because mm. you're on this side too. And you're going to get way more hits than <laughs> I am. You cheated too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what that means exactly, games. Yeah. And sometimes they have to define that. It's like, well, what, do, what does that mean? Or let's say... Do you ask them that? If you no, because I, oh. I usually don't call them out on their profile afterwards. I, I do. So before I go on a date, if we met through the, pro, through the uh-huh. dating app, I'll read it. That's what I'm saying. Do you call them out and say, like, I saw on your dating profile you said this. What does that mean exactly? Like yeah. you question them. I, d- I usually stay away from that. I usually just look at, like, their interests and things that they're that they're into and stuff like that. And that's what I bring up. Because it's a first date. I'm not trying to go hard. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them you can kind of figure out anyways because they're, like, not looking for for a hookup, not looking for friends with benefits, not looking for... Maybe women are saying that because that's the majority of men. Maybe we feel like we have to say it right. just because there's so many well, of them. Well, but that's what I'm saying. So that might be a red flag. Let's just say, and I'm I'm assuming, I, I haven't been on every date, so I don't know how guys interact with, with, with ladies this day, this day and age, but let's say that a guy put it out there. It's like, look, I'm just looking for friends with benefits, which would be amazing to me when you guys, they can say that to, to, <laughs> with a straight face to a woman. But let's just say that he says that and she has a choice. Depending on how good looking he is, probably <laughs> would determine that choice. Oh, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm passing judgment, but 
if they're okay with that, because there are women out there that also say, I'm looking for something casual. Mm -hmm. That does happen. So if they say that and they're like, okay, no, or yeah, that's fine. Like, let's have dinner and go back to my place. That's perfectly fine. Or we can hang out, whatever, how, whatever a friends with benefit mm -hmm. relationship looks like. Um, or it could be a red flag. It's like, okay, stop. Because if you're in it for a relationship, um, and this is where you have to be really careful. So if you're looking for a relationship and they're like, well, I just want to be, I just want something casual, friends with benefits. They're telling you what they want. If you think you're going to go in there and change their mind and thinking, well, I want long-term, but right now they only want that. So I think I can change them. Women do that all the time. I think I can time. convert them, right? That's, that's just not a good Guys practice. Guys do it too, believe it or not. I know, but I just feel like it's, it just seems like it's more of women because I don't know why. I don't know why we do that. Well, okay. So this is one of the first ones. Um, whenever I pulled off the internet and it said one of the red flags was, uh, they make you feel bad about yourself. Mm -hmm. And essentially what they want is they want to change you. Now, initially when I read this thing and they said, they're constantly putting you down, blah, 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 right. Trying to change you. And when I initially thought of it, I, I kind of typically looked at it thinking, well, that's, they're talking about guys, but I don't necessarily think that I think men and women both do that. So let's just say. That uh, and in this example, I'm going to say a woman gets with a guy who she finds extremely attractive, super attractive. Um, and they go out and she's like, yeah, I want to like he's hot. Like, what are you going to do? And he's he's nice, you know, for the most part. And so they start dating or whatever. Right. And then it's like, <laughs> you're going to love this. <laughs> but then they're like, but I don't like the way he dresses. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I don't like the way his hair is, and I don't like that he wears New Balance shoes. Um, <laughs> so now I'm going to change him, and it's like you need to. And I get it. All right, now the reason why I bring up that scenario because any woman would look at that and be like, "Oh, she's just making him better. Like she's trying to improve him for the next one, for the next one, <laughs> perhaps." Right. But it's also, they are trying to change him. And I think that gets lost because if the reverse, if I, if a guy met a girl and she was cute, but she just liked to wear jeans and a t-shirt, that was her normal attire. And he's like, he's, she's super cute. And then they get together and he's like, you know, you should wear more dresses and you should be form fitting and you should show a little cleavage and you should wear high heels. If that were the case, then the guy would be like, that dude is toxic. He's trying mm -hmm. to change you. But the opposite doesn't work. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Whenever somebody tries to change you, I, I, I get the intention because that guy might not be malicious. He might be making her better. I mean, in my eyes, he's he's making her more attractive for other guys, but so be it. And the woman too. All you're doing is fixing them up. But but more importantly than that, you're changing them. Yeah. So why would you want to change them if they, if you knew what he was like and he showed up on your first date in shorts? You know, and and I, and I say that because I know. But if he showed up in his shorts and a t-shirt and New Balance shoes, like, you know how he is. Now you're with him and you want to change him. That's a red flag. That's a red. Because if on that date you were to say, like, you ever thought about dressing up? You know, and it's like, okay, you're you're critiquing. Because if I, again, if I were to say that to him and she showed up at a, at a restaurant in jeans and t-shirt. And if I said, hey, you ever think about, you know, dressing up? You know, you'd look a lot cuter if you put some makeup on. I'm done, right? Well, After maybe not that, on I'm a first done. date, but like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's the bad part about <laughs> what, the third. Is that okay? The third. <laughs> like, what's the bad part about trying to make your boyfriend more sexually attractive to you? Again, as long as you can say what's wrong with me trying to make my girlfriend more sexually attracted to me and change how she looks and dresses, but I can tell you right now. Uh, I can tell you to dress differently and I'm your friend and you're going to tell me to go jump off a lake somewhere. <laughs> a boyfriend for you wouldn't be able to get away with that either. So you're going to dress how you want to dress because you are your person. Yeah, but if I care about that person, like I said, not a first date thing, but if I care about that person and they came to me and they said, you know, Robbie, you look really sexy when you wear this thing out of love. Why wouldn't I do that for my partner? Sure, sure. No, I, Why I, is that I, a negative? Well, it's, it's, it's a negative only in the sense that if it's one thing, if you wear that, right, let's say um, whatever that is, whatever mm -hmm. that item is, and you would wear it from time to time, 
because you're trying to appeal to your partner. Right. But it's different if he's saying change your entire wardrobe. Because if if you say that to the guys, like, hey, you'd look good in a suit and tie. Great. I'll do it this time. But you're going to go like three months without seeing it again. Or maybe once a month I'm going to wear that. But that's not my regular attire. I'm not going to dress like that. Then you'd be like, well, no, I want you to dress like this every time we go out. And the same thing with you. It's like you're saying, okay, you look nice in that. You also look nice in this. And I expect you to to do that because I want you to look you know, good for me and whatever I find attractive. Now you're getting into that territory. I'm trying to change you as a person. It's not the same as you accommodating and being, you know, mindful of it. You're changing your entire appearance for them. And maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. I'm just saying that's what I'm saying for mostly like these scenarios when women do it to the guys, it is a good (laughs) positive change. Sorry to the fellows who wear new balances, but like, sorry, don't. Sorry, but not sorry, sucker. <laughs> like, why are you wearing new balances to a steakhouse? It doesn't make you, any sense. That's who I'm just saying that if I'm like wanting to be more sexually attracted to my partner and I say, baby, like we're going out to a nice place tonight. What about these shoes? <laughs> I wouldn't expect him to turn around and be like, why are you trying to change me and like control me well, but if or you said whatever. That too, let's say you, you were going out and, and you already had a dress in mind and he said, you'd look better in this. I, I would like you better than that. But you didn't want to wear that. And you disagreed with them wholeheartedly because it's like, I don't feel comfortable in that. Let's say for the sake of argument, you look perfectly to him. You look fantastic. But for you, because you have a different viewpoint of yourself, you're like, I feel... I feel fat in that or I feel lumpy or this pops out and I don't like the way. And so you're going through all these things. It's not the same as wearing New Balances. No, but it is because dress shoes and I love wearing dress shoes. I wear them all the time, but they hurt. So if I... Don't even get me started on the shoes hurting thing, men versus women. (laughs) But that's my point. If I was dating somebody that she liked to wear jeans and t-shirt and flats all the time and then I keep on telling her, you you would look so much better in heels... Yeah, it's still going to be painful for her. I know that it, I look at heels and I've never worn heels in my life. And I think to myself, that's got to be painful. <laughs> that's gotta, I just don't the pressure that it. you're putting on your, on the balls of your feet. Not I know. The balls, is it the balls or the heels? What is it? The ball, right? Yeah. The yeah, pressure my, that my you're putting on there, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even begin to think. I, I just I, don't I, think I it in a negative way. If I love that person, I want to turn my partner on. I don't look at it as a negative thing. As long as you're open to it and you change for them, I would say that's fine. But if you're like, nope, I am who I am, No, sorry. but I'm just saying like if a guy comes to me, and I'd say the majority of the time they come to me and say like, can you help me? Like, I don't know what to buy. I don't know what to wear. I don't know how to put this together. Most of the time it's them coming to me saying like, can you yeah, help that's me? that's different. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> but if I didn't ask, just like what we talked about before, if you're, if you're telling me about your day and you're not asking me to fix it, um, then I should be respectful and just be a sympathetic ear. And if I asked you to help me with my attire, that's one thing. But if I didn't ask you and you're just telling me that I need to change it, so. I'm like, I didn't ask you. Uh, one time you. I went on a date with a guy and he was wearing New Balance shoes and I continued to date this person afterwards and I never said anything about it. But I think maybe it came up where like he put them on. He was like, oh, what do you think of these shoes? No. Now, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you the truth. But uh, I don't know. Most of the time they ask me for help. Yeah. usually because yeah. they always come to me and, wearing and obviously we're, we're talking about a very you know superficial attire and whatnot although i think even that has you know huge implications too but anytime you try to change somebody and if you're a homebody and i've, I've ran into this before if the if the guy is more extroverted he likes to be out and party and this that and the woman is a little more reserved likes to stay home that could be a conflict because then he's yeah. like, I want you to be out there with me. Like, come out there with me, come out there with me, come out there with me. And then she goes, but she's not going to have a good time because it's exhausting for an introvert. For an introvert being out and being stimulated by all these people and social interactions and music, if that's the case too, and people asking you questions and you're trying to figure out not to offend anybody at the same time, you're trying to have a good time, but like you're not really comfortable. It's just too much stimulation. Like, again, you're trying to change that person. And if you continue doing that over time, they're going to get tired of it. Like, I don't want to do it. Maybe not, but that other person can't complain that the extrovert's wanting to go out all the time. If you knew I was an extrovert and you said, okay. Exactly. See, now you're getting it. (laughs) Now you're getting it. I'm telling you, I understand. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm just saying that, like... It feels like in that scenario you just described, I'm assuming like say the woman's an introvert, she's going to be complaining. It's like, but you wanted to be with this party guy. 
You knew what you were getting. Exactly. Exactly. That's why. Well, it's not that you wanted to be with the party guy. Well, you is know that what you I mean. saw? Again, it could be construed as a red flag, and you decided to move forward anyways. Right. If he's telling you, like, yeah, I go out every weekend with my boys. It's a tradition every Friday night, and then Saturdays we do karaoke. That's just our normal. Every weekend we do this, or we find we pick a new spot in town. Like we're always checking out new places. Blah 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 blah. blah. We're gonna catch the game during football. Whatever. And again, you know, you're an introvert. You do not like being out and you choose because again, he's hot. He's like, okay, well, like you said, I'm going to go forward, but just keep in mind, you're not going to change him. And I think when people think, oh, I'm going to go ahead and change, because that could be a red flag, which means don't go forward because you're going to fall in love with this guy Mm -hmm. and he's never going to be around because he likes to be out. That's not a bad thing. That's just how he is. And so that's what I'm saying. Like red flags can mean different things. There are universal ones. And then there's some that are just specific to you. Mm-hmm. And the moment that you try to change them, because that could be a problem too. It's like, hey, you go out too much. I want you to stay home. So for an extrovert, it's different because they need, like they feed off of other people's energy. They need to be around there. They need to socialize and laugh, have a good time. And, you know, they, they need that. And now they're at home and it's quiet. And my girl just likes to sit around and read. <laughs> So now I'm like, I'm dying. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You trying to change them, it's going to be an uphill battle. So your best bet is when you identify things that are red flags for you, that are not, again, you know, universal, you might want to take a moment to pause and be like, do you really, really want to go forward? If, you're, if your thought process is, yeah, I can change them, good luck. Good luck. Because if let's say the guy's an introvert. Uh, and the the girl's an extrovert and she likes to be out party. Again, you know, you can call them party girls, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just the way they are. Don't get with that girl. But yeah. she's cute. She's super cute. She's super hot. I get it. But long term, you're gonna it's gonna end in tears, man. Yeah. Because this is who she are who she is fundamentally. I'm not saying that she won't compromise from time to time and be home. I'm just saying this is how she is. Right. And if she changes, it's gonna be completely up to her. And you can't nag her. You can't. Yeah, and if get you care about her, her you want time. her to be happy. And if she's not happy staying in, and if you care about her, see what I'm saying? So, uh, oh, but I it, see what you're saying. <laughs> you picking up what I'm laying down? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, another red flag for me, and you can bring this up. You or you can usually identify this during the um, during the the dates part. Um, is like excessive jealousy. Mm. That's another red. Well, let me just rephrase that. For me, it's a red flag. I think for most people, a little jealousy, I think, is okay, right? A little bit's it's cute. Just, a little bit's like if it's cute, cute a little but, bit. Not, but not ugly. Just not where he cute. wants to go around beat everybody up. Yeah. You know? No, not that. Um, or even worse, you know, like if, let's say, they come into a relationship and you already have some friends established and they're like, no, I don't like that. You know, mm. like, let's say you have guy friends, right? <laughs> so that, that could be a problem because it's like, I don't like that. It's like, okay, cool. And I get it. It's a tough, it's a tough spot, but... Uh, it's like, why don't you, because you know that that person was there before you got there, right? Yeah. So if I was, I started dating a girl and she has like three or four guy friends, I'm like, okay, let me get some more information. Like, yeah. A, did, have you gone out with them, gone out with them? Like, have y'all been intimate? Have you, you know, have y'all dated, whatever? Um, and then based on the, you know, what she tells me, then I can make a decision on whether or not to go forward. Yeah. I used to be with a guy who like, what, every time we'd go out at a bar, and he'd have to like go to the bathroom. He'd be like whispering my, he'd be like, don't talk to anybody. And he'd give me a little kiss. You know what I mean? Like. Oh my God. It's cute. Is that cute? He's obviously not mean in a mean way. Okay, but it's good. Like, okay. I'm, I'm saying just like saying, that, was, was he jealous though or no? No, not really. It's just okay. that little bit of cutesy jealousy. Just like, just a little bit. But yeah, if you're on the first day and she's like, let's say you were talking about the pod. Yeah. And I understand, ladies, that. If you want to date Jose, you may not be too comfortable with this arrangement, <laughs> but don't punish him for it. But I'm just saying, like, you'll know right off the bat if she's like, yeah, I don't really like the fact that you whatever. Then how is that going to really unless she completely changes Let's say she does. But like she's already telling you mm-hmm. that she's already jealous and she just met you. Yeah. So. Well, and I think for women express their jealousies. Slightly different, although, so what, let me let me just give you a for instance, like a guy sometimes, and I'm talking about, you know, very toxic, excessive, let's say you're at a bar together, you're hanging out and um, 
the bartender brings you the drink and you look at him, you say thank you and smile and then you turn around and start. He could be like, why did you smile at him? Like, what was that all about? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And you were just being courteous. That's when things get really, really bad. Does that happen to you on a first date? Well, no, because that's what, uh, but with them smiling at the bartender, yeah, all the time. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, have you ever been okay, in, get them to stop have smiling you ever been in a situation where, like, it was a first date and she was already doing stuff like that? And you were like, Whoa. being extra flirty? No, with other, like or? being jealous already. Let's oh. say you smile and she's like, what are you, but you just met. Like, would yeah, you be like, Dude. well, I don't think it's, yeah, kind of. I know I was dating one time and. She thought I was being extra friendly with the, or no, I'm sorry, the other. She thought that the waitress was being extra friendly with me, uh-huh. and maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. I don't know. But and she got I, mad at you. Well, she she made it a thing, and it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I wasn't put a like, bag over your face. Yeah, well, no, what I mean, like, I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything to encourage it either. It's not like I was playing along. Yeah, and it's not like I called her, "Hey, dear, hey, sweetie, can I get some more drinks or whatever?" Mm-hmm. Tap uh, her on the butt. If she yeah. Leaves. Like, <laughs> There you go, cutie. Get out of here. You know, but no. I mean, yeah. I've had I've had a few, which is mind blowing to me. It's really mind blowing the whole jealousy thing. It really, because even if that were the case, right? Let's just say, for the sake of argument, that that same waitress, that if the girl that I was dating was jealous about that, what did she think was going to happen? Does she really think that I'm going to give her my number and then I'm, I'm going to sure come back? I'm sure that's happened. And and come back and try to date that woman. Does she really think if she thinks that low of me, she doesn't need to well, be? Well, what with if me. that happened to her in her past? I've heard horror stories about well, that same thing. That's a red flag. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's overly jealous to that point. You're absolutely right. Mm. And so what that means is, if this has happened to you, and I'm and I'm, I feel bad that because it's traumatic for sure. But again, I didn't do it. I shouldn't have to pay for some other guy's mistakes. And I shouldn't have you pay for another woman's mistakes that broke my heart. Yeah. I can't take it out on you. I don't I don't get to do that. I have to judge you on your own merit and on your own character. And that's that's the end of that. But that's what I'm saying. If that happens, that's a red flag that comes up. Because mm-hmm. now you're like, okay, she's extra jealous. Now, you might be able to put up with it and be like, well, I'm okay with that. And, you know, like we'll make it. But just know down the line it can be problematic because we can be out to dinner and she can't control herself mm-hmm. in the sense that she starts making a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. And maybe she embarrasses you in front of people. You know, it's like, you know, maybe she starts getting onto the waitress. Do you want them, honey? You can have them if you want them. Like, oh, oh my God. God. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it happens. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, will you stop looking at my man and just bring me my food or whatever? Like, yeah. Dude, I wouldn't take wincing, food. Right? If you yell at your waitress, do not eat there. You might as well just leave. You know what I'm saying? But you're right. You, and I see you wincing because it's like, who wants to deal with that? That's and, terrible. you know, like, I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> you mm-hmm. get that. And so it's a red flag. And for some people... Believe it or not, I think they might feed off of each other. Maybe a guy is used to being, let's say he's, and I'm giving you you know, general, I don't know any people like this, but let's say he's super self-centered and he does think of himself as a playboy and his girlfriend's extra jealous and it works. Like, who am I to judge? Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe she embarrasses him all the time and he, in his own little way, kind of gets off on it, right? I'm sure that happens too. Yeah, yeah. And so so for them, there's no red flags. They're just in a relationship. They're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for, for, for somebody that's not jealous or, you know, doesn't like to go through that sort of drama, yeah, that might not be a good fit for, for that person, right? So you might want to think about, you know, whether or not to pursue this this person. But mm-hmm. um, um, the other thing, mm-hmm. and I will say this one I hear, so this is another interesting one of a red flag, is that they don't listen to you. Mm. That one's, that one's a tough one because, again, I think that goes both ways for both a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been out with women that I know are not listening to anything that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it, you get to weed that out. But if they have absolutely no interest in anything that I'm saying. If you're talking about like video games or something and maybe she doesn't know anything about it. Like- well, so so not listening to you has a couple of different implications, right? But I'm just talking about like, let's say it's important to me and my job and she's discarding it. She's like, yeah, 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 that's fine, whatever. And she wants to talk about something else. That's going to that's gonna hurt me a little bit because yeah. it's part of my life. I, I want you to, to listen to what I'm saying. Right. Um, 
Or what's worse, she's dismissing your ideas completely. So let's say you say something and it's like, hey, I have this idea, whatever. And they're like, oh, you're that's silly. That yeah, would never, never work. work. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, and maybe it won't, but there's a way that you can actually put it. Yeah, you were like, I want to be the CFO of my company. You're like, man, that'll never happen. And like, just <laughs> totally... <laughs> But Jeez. you know, you know, listening to somebody and listening to their to their their um their wants, their desires, their their goals, if you will, if you discard that, yeah. and I'm telling you, that's it's not going to work. I think we talked about that in our flirting episode where I was saying about eye contact of how like if if I'm on a date and he's talking to me, like I'm not taking my eyes off of you, like I'm showing you that I'm like listening to everything and I'm asking follow-up questions. It makes people feel really good. I get a lot of good feedback from that because I've been on dates in my past where they were that like looking at their phone the whole time, looking around, you know, trying to like, hey, so if they see somebody they know, you know, it's it's just like. You're just eye candy at that point. Like that's the only reason why you're there. And who wants to feel like that? Yeah. You know, if, if you do the reverse, it actually works out for you. Make them feel special. Like they're the center of the universe. You're going to get a lot more back. But if you just like, eh, she's here. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, I don't want to eat alone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's there, so I don't have to eat alone. Oh. Um, but, you know, there's another one that I read that also kind of touched a little bit, which is uh, the relationship is all about them. Mm. That one's tough, too, because I know that in a relationship, sometimes you don't you don't always want to do the same things all the time. But if you feel like you're constantly bending to their will and you never get to do things that you want to do and they discard it and it's like, well, that's silly. I'm not going to do that. Like, let's go out and do this instead. That's that's a toxic thing altogether. Yeah. Right? So if, you, if you're saying to them like, yeah, you know, I love hiking and, and, you know, in the mornings on Saturdays I like to go out and this, then they don't have to be into it. But let's say you start dating and then, you know, it's, it's Saturday and you usually go hiking. They're like, no, no, I want to go to brunch. It's like, yeah, but like, what are we, and it's like, okay, fine. Let's say you bend and you're like, okay, let's go to brunch. And then the next week can come, it's like Saturday. Hey, you want to go hiking with me? No, no, I want to go to brunch again. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you go to brunch and then, you know, you, you see the pattern start and it's just like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm about to go hiking. I'd really like to go, you know, I want you to even come with me. And they're like, no, no, we're not doing that. I don't like to wear the shoes. I don't like to fall down. My nails are going to get messed up. Whatever your reasons are. But it's just like, we're not doing that. We're going to do what I want to do, and that's pretty much it. And it can go both ways. I'm giving you an example from from a guy's point of view, but let's say it's the other way. And the guy's telling you, like, you want to go shopping or or whatever it is that you want to go do. You want to go to brunch. And he's like, no, no, we're not doing that. We're going to go off-road, off-roading or whatever. I've been in a relationship like that where I think that um, my personality, maybe I was trying to be a little too accommodating because I can just go with the flow when it yeah. comes to like going to do stuff. Like I'm pretty much up for anything unless I'm like a hard pass. I don't know what that would be, but like I was doing that. I was like, Oh, he want to do this. And like, because I cared about this person, like I was fine with it. I still had a good time. It wasn't like it was bad stuff, but then whenever I asked for something because it was out of his comfort zone, mm-hmm. he was like, no, but it was just because it's like, you're not trying to grow yourself either because if you only do these these things and you never want to try anything else, well, like, how do you know then? Yeah. But it was completely one-sided. Yeah, exactly. If, it, if it's all about them and only you're, you're only meeting their needs, that's when things, they can start falling off the rails. Because, you, again, it's a red flag. So if they're already telling you right off the bat, like, let's say, again, you were like, oh, I love going to brunch on Saturday. And he was like, I'm never doing that. Like, that's just stupid. I'm not going to do that. Like, like if we do keep on dating, you could do that. Or you're He just must have go. never had chicken and waffles before because <laughs> that'll make anyone want to go to brunch. I love brunch. Brunch is awesome, man. Like, you get to sit around and drink mimosas. and I drink it with, I just champagne only. I don't, don't put any of that orange juice in there. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's like a shot in there though, right? Did you chase her or something? No, uh-uh. No orange juice. Don't fool with any of that orange juice. That's just uh... taking up space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're a champagne at ten o'clock in the in the morning kind oh, of guy. I've been <laughs> I've had plenty of champagne mornings. <laughs> yeah, like don't even get a bloody mary, just straight vodka. Like let's not yeah. fool around with the V eight. Yeah, just... <laughs> we don't need fruits and vegetables. Bring my chicken and waffles. 
<laughs> and a stiff drink, and we're good. We're all set. Man, that's the best. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> Oh, and then maybe like the weather's nice. You go walk around like downtown Dallas and you're all like drunk and fed off of waffles and like you feel the best, man. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a red flag for me. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to get drunk at 10 o'clock. And, no, I'm just kidding. But um, but yeah, yeah. So th- there's another one and maybe this will be the last one that we talk about, but um, they threaten to break up with you all the time. Mm. That's a toxic, looks like a red flag. And the reason, you know, and, and I didn't get to go into too much of, of of why, but I can tell you just from personal experience, it's a manipulation tactic. Yeah. Because they're, they're trying to get you to do what they want with the threat of either you do this or you're going to lose me. Mm. And that's just so, it's so hard because now you're doing your best to try to keep them and then you keeping them, it just gives them more power to do that. And it's just weird. And it's like, who would want to do that exactly? How long would you give somebody, and I know this may vary a little bit on what the red flag is, but let's say you're in a committed relationship and you start to see, like some of these things start to pop up, right? How long do you think that you would give a person to make a change? If you voiced your concern, how long would you give them? I think we would We would have to have a conversation first. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's one more, sorry, I lied, but I have one more. But um, but I think we would have a conversation first and just kind of bring it out in the open. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. And if they feel passionate about something and they feel like this is who I am at my core, I don't think I'm going to change. That's good. Like it's like, okay, now you get me some food for thought. Mm-hmm. Now I have to think about whether or not I want to go forward with you. Because I, I, and it's not, again, you're not threatening to break up, mm-hmm. but you are saying, if fundamentally this is who you are and you're, you're, you're not even, you, there's no compromise in there. And sometimes there isn't, right? Like could be like religious beliefs. You know, if, if, if you're a hardcore whatever and you're not going to change that, like, okay, that, that, that again in and of itself doesn't mean that we're going to break up. It just means let me think about this for a second because if we go forward, this is something I'm going to have to deal with. So I should really, really think about it. Well, what if they offer to change? What if it's something like let me work on it? Yeah, I think that is, I think that would be completely acceptable if they're willing to. But I mean, like, how long would you give? Because I know I've heard of, like, if, like, let's say a red flag pops up and you have the initial discussion, sometimes they expect that person to change within a matter of, like, weeks. And it's like, I don't think people can change. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I would feel like maybe depending on what it is, you need to at least, this is my opinion, Mm -hmm. like a year like of like really trying to see if it's possible. Yeah. I'm not saying with everything, but you know what I mean? Like but by that time you've already, you're going to be really, really invested. I'll give you a good one though when it comes to that. Mm. Uh, let's say, and I've heard this a lot from ladies and it's not true, but they say it anyways. So we go on a date and we say, okay, I'm going to be there at, you know, six o'clock or five o'clock, whatever, wherever we're going to meet. And let's say we're meeting for drinks. And then they get there like at 505. Let's say we're supposed to be there at five, get there at 505 and they're like, this is the earliest I've ever been. I'm usually way later than this. And then as you start dating them, again, same meeting at five turns into 5.30 by the time they show up. Mm. And then you keep on dating them and it's like 5.45. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets to an hour. And this is like, okay, that's starting to become annoying now mm-hmm. because I really wanted to be here at five and, and I'm here waiting for you doing nothing. Right. And I could have just spent that time doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So if we set a date and that's important to you, then you need to have that conversation. Now, if they say, well, I can change. Yeah, I might be able to, because that you can figure out pretty quick. You know, within like three months, if no change has happened, right. they're still late. I'm like, look, I can't do this anymore. Like yeah. either A, um, you get there and then you call me and then I'll show up. Uh, and that's how we'll play this because I'm not going to waste my time That's anymore. a good alternative I to mean, find like a workaround. <laughs> It's like, as soon as you get there, give me a call. Yeah. Not when you're leaving, because I've been fooled by that Maybe you tag her on the phone so you can see the car, where it's at, <laughs> like a tracker. But yeah, I mean, it's like you have to figure something out, because if you're running late, you for whatever reason, you can't abide by the time, so be it. But again, I'm not going to waste my time anymore. And that could be problematic. It would be selfish, too, if someone knew that, and they just continued to like let you wait yeah. time after time after time. Yeah. And sometimes, like I said, that's just the way they're built and... Yeah, I've heard women tell me I'm not going to change no matter what. And it's like, okay, cool. 
Good for you. But so, so one other red flag, and I will say this much, is um, when the relationship moves too fast. That's a big one right there, man. That's a big one. Let's say you go on a first date and they're already talking about meeting your parents and Yeesh. and vacations and, and, and a whole bunch of stuff that couples do all the time. And it's just like, this oh, is we, the first date. We could buy a house together over here. What's your last name again? Uh-huh. She's writing it on the napkin. But that happens. Yeah. Sometimes that does happen. Uh, I know it's happened to me before. Me where, too. Yeah. Where they, they try to like make plans. It's usually for me, it's like an event coming up, but it's like months down the line and like, you're just assuming that we're going to be together in six months, but I just met you. Why are you well, inviting me also, to a party six months from they now? They also try to occupy your time. So it's like, what yeah. do you got going on this weekend? And it's like, hey, let's go out and do this. Let's go out and do that. And it's like, okay, great. Like, I, I get that you want this relationship to progress, but you do realize I had a life before I met you. Yeah. I'm not saying that I won't adjust over time, yeah. but you got to let these things progress. You know what I mean? Like now, like, let's say you just, you went on the first date and then from there on in every weekend you're seeing them, which again, don't get me wrong. If you're happy and you're, you're going along, that's fine. But then you know, they start making more and more plans. And let's say within like two weeks, you're already meeting their kids, their mother, their family and stuff like that. Most of the time that takes time before you introduce, right? Because you don't know how long people are going to last. And so if you're already doing that, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what I mean? (laughs) And let's say, you know, like, especially with the kids thing, and I'm not saying, you you know, you're going to have to adjust for that. But if right off, I had one time when (laughs) I met her kids for the first time, and she was almost, almost referring to me as daddy almost. Ooh. Yeah, it was pretty rough because she was like, look, Jose's going to take us here and he's going to take us there. And she was already committing me to, oh, to different no. events with her kids because she was like, oh, he's going to take us to Six Flags and he's going to do he's this. Like, you and, can call him daddy. And we hadn't even <laughs> talked about any of these yeah. things. This is how she's presenting me to her kids. And I'm like, holy crap, like I, I, I don't mind doing those things, but... This is the first time I've met them and I've only known you for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes it feels probably like they're, the excitement, it's so hard to like hold that excitement in when it you is. meet somebody and you really jive with them and you're talking every night and you're like, dang, man, like where have you been all my life? So Ooh, I'm sure it's I hard. i that before too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't mean to sound self-centered, but yeah, it's, it's a good thing to hear. But, yeah. but I'm always cautious because I'm like, just wait a little bit. I'm not saying that I'm a bad guy, but get to know me a little bit more and then make that determination. Because yes, we do have a lot of things in common, but at the end of the day, I might not be what you really really like. And I really think that they're trying to commit me to sticking around or whatever, or it'd be like, oh yeah, let's go on vacation in the summertime or whatever. And I'm like... I don't lock even. It down, girl. I, lock I don't even know down. if I like you yet. Like, why are we going before out of town? You get a, before you before you figure it out, <laughs> let me go ahead and occupy your time. And, <laughs> and the next thing you know, you've been dating this dude for a year. You're like, what the? <laughs> I mean, this probably happens with me at some point. <laughs> I don't know. I had to think back. It's like crap. How, I've been in this relationship for a year. Where did this happen? Holy yeah. moly. But uh, but anyways, uh, good conversation. Yeah, there's a lot of red flags. I mean, there's, <laughs> dude, who knows how many there are? I mean, honestly. I think it's up to everybody. I think people have their deal breakers and people have red flags. Because deal breakers, that's a hard stop, yeah. right? And then there's... Unless there's, they're really hot. <laughs> unless they're really like, good. God. Um, yeah, but, you know, deal breakers are different than, than red flags. Red flags to me just means... Be careful. Yeah. Be careful going forward because... Why don't they call them yellow flags then? I mean, slow down, well, right? Well, that just means slow down. Take- but red flags means that it fundamentally you don't like it. Mm. Um, you can still move forward if you want to. Yeah, here in Texas, we don't like yellow lights right. and we move forward. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I, I, I'll say this. I have been with women that they do things that I don't like, but... There were so many things about them that I did like yeah. that I was able to look past that and be like, eh. That happens a lot. They're not perfect. Nobody can be perfect. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get across is you're never going to f- meet the perfect person. Right. And you need to think it through and be have the mindset of, look, this is who they are. Yeah. And me trying to change them is not going to be like, we're, it, it's going to end in tears. Do they accept them or accept that situation? Because let's say... Um, Let's say she is a, she, she, for the lack of a better word, she's a party girl. She likes to go out. But I know that she's a very loyal person. I might be okay with that. 
depending on, you know, how much she parties or whatever, as long as she's always coming home and, and so forth and so on, I might be all right with that. Mm-hmm. I might be like, okay, sure. You know, like I, I'm not wild about the idea. And maybe from time to time I go out with her too. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the whole beautiful conversation of, of compromise starts coming in. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll go out with you. It's like, oh, great. And then she's like happy, have a good time. And then one weekend you're like, hey, you know, do you think we might be able to stay in and, you know, you know, watch a show or something like that? And she's like, yeah, I could tell my friends. And it's like, okay, cool. And and again, you're not trying to change them, but you're just saying, hey, I want to share some experiences with you and do stuff you like. Would you mind doing stuff that I like? And if she's reciprocating, like, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. You need a general respect for each other at that point. Oh, yeah. But if she's got that crazy friend. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's always trying to get her into trouble. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No. Like, you can go out as long as it's not with Samantha. Yeah, because <laughs> like, Samantha's just, oh, she just, she's an attention grabber. Woo! Uh, <laughs> Shy. Yeah, yeah. She attracts all the boys and the boys being around you, that's not something that I'm particularly excited about. But yeah, good conversation. Yeah. Red flags. I need to find the ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah, to end it. (laughs) But anyways, all right, till next time. Okay, bye. Bye.